are a W-2 capitalist. You are addressing the gap between your successful, fulfilling W-2 job and building wealth for your family through real estate investing. You are ready to earn, invest, repeat. Welcome to the W-2 Capitalist Podcast. Now, let's get to work. Here's your host, Jay Helms. sir how are you i'm great man how are you i'm good i uh friday morning we can't complain <laughs> i was looking at my notes and if uh if this is accurate last time we talked was like a month ago is that right yeah it was a while yeah the last one we canceled oh that's right the the um we were supposed to talk you had a rough we you had a rough yeah you had a rough ripping through the household there yeah, we had this little, and, and um, I think it started again. You know, we got three of those little germ factories now, so who knows what's yeah been going that's... through. But uh, you're right. Yeah, we had a little little bug, and uh, it was a rough night. And I said, Nick, sorry, man, but I got to do this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so let's let's try to catch up, man. So what's been going on? Um, the only thing I have yeah. is. You guys had this 30 day challenge that you and your wife were doing, but I know you've had a lot more going on than that. Like with your, uh, your, uh, your, your, uh, renovations. Sorry. I haven't yeah. drank coffee yeah. yet. I have, uh, I have, I'm trying to be a little bit more, what's the word, uh, strict on when I first get up that I drink yeah. at least two cups of water. Cause I've yeah. heard something on the podcast the other night about, um, or not wasn't the other night. It was, probably several months ago but just now is clicking with me <laughs> is that is that when you if you go to bed and you sleep for that seven eight hours that seven eight hours your body is not getting anything to drink at all so when you wake up you're yeah. somewhat dehydrated so if you first you know just drink coffee then you're like you yeah know. so i'm trying to be a little bit more uh conscious of drinking at least I'm with you there. two cups of water before i before I start get going, so coffee will kick yeah. in here in a minute. I got it. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to push the uh, the coffee back a little bit myself and just yeah. get the uh, natural ener energy going. I guess so we'll see. Yeah. So uh, what's but we've got a lot man? going on. So we've uh, been a month of uh, of learning and um, all sorts of things. So we uh, we have the we have the renovations going on that project right now in East Austin. So. We're about two and a half weeks in. We got about probably two and a half weeks left. So the exterior got is going to get completed today. So that's been um, what's going on with the exterior. That's been interesting. Uh, painting it, new roof. Um, it has like a big cardboard that was all exposed. So put in like soffit, all that stuff. Okay. Uh, some cedar plank on the front that like a lot of the new builds are doing just to make it look fancy. So. Yeah. Um, just like I like the look school. of the cedar plank personally. I do like the look of it. I don't know why. <laughs> my uh, my um, contractor was like, he was all about it. So that was his idea. So where he must get a good markup on cedar plank. I don't know. I say he must. Yeah, you, know, you got to think about what's driving that because it's, it's yeah, exactly. going to be a bitch to install. <laughs> yeah. So, well, it already has like what looks like like not like cedar plank but it has old wood planks vinyl on part of it 
Okay. Like it has kind of like a feature wall already. So it's just ripping that off and putting cedar on, but still it's, he was all, he was all about it. So, yeah. um, so went through that whole finding a contractor, um, which was interesting. Um, Why? and now okay. we've been, um, well, so, I mean, there's so much work going on down here that like yeah. a lot of them are busy and like the, some of the quotes were just like, all over the map like i mean in this so like the one that i went with i don't know if like we found kind of like a diamond in the rough or 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 what but we he was referred to me by the um by the wholesale company actually the Mm -hmm. guy who i've been working with over there and they're not really supposed to do that but he he shared this guy's info and i went and looked at a couple projects that he did and they're like much higher finishes than we have and pretty good but like on the business side he just like it's just not there like his mm-hmm. his estimate that he sent me was like it was just not good so like i had to basically go and like work with him to make the estimate with like actual numbers on it to be able to send to the hard money lender to get the rehab escrow going so so i don't know i mean the work so far has been good so we'll see how yeah. it comes out at the end but um i mean he's sends me pictures every day texts me every day with an update so he's that part has been good. And then working with the lender, just learning how he works with escrow pulls and stuff like that for the rehab has been interesting. Yeah. So, um, with the general contractor, you know, if you found somebody who's willing to talk to you and say, okay, let's, let's work through this. These numbers aren't making sense to me. I I do think that's a, uh, a diamond in the rough from that standpoint, because, um, or it might be a rough diamond, whatever you want to like, whatever you want to call it. Combination. Um, well, just because a lot of guys, especially, you know, you, you kind of wonder how um, experienced they are if they're that far off. But uh, if they're willing to work with you and do that, yeah. I think that says something because I've never, maybe it's because I've never really pushed back enough. Like I was more interested in just getting things done. Um, but it, I wonder if it was one of those things where, um, you know, he's willing to do that and work with you. Yeah. I think it's awesome because most of the time when I've pushed back a little bit, they're like, look, I, I got so much other stuff. This is a price because I got so much other stuff to do and I was in a tight spot yeah. and there was like, you know, okay. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, Just like the job negotiations, you can have it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I also know that one of my, um, weaknesses is negotiation so i've been trying to work on that so and it's it's yeah. amazing man you start practicing this stuff and how much it, it helps you so um yeah i hadn't had to do anything like that in a while i take that back we had our house painted um and the the painter he did an amazing job right and we did inside and then or not inside outside and then along the way we said hey we want this sunroom painted he was like, oh, okay, it's, it'll be $500. You know, we'll add on that. I was like, perfect. Well, then he, they start painting it, and then here come all the excuses. Because it was it was um, cedar as well, not plank, but just cedar. And, um, you know, man, we got to put way, way too many coats on this, blah, blah, blah. And then we, we didn't want to paint the ceiling at first. Then we painted the ceiling. And so then he, he's like, man, this is just taking – he excuse me this is taking way too much longer you know we had to buy so much more materials i was like okay well so how much how much are you going to charge me for that then this is after they're done 
right? Yeah. And he says 1200. And I said, yeah, if that would have been the case, we wouldn't have had it painted. Yeah. We wouldn't have done that or we would have done it ourselves, you know? Yeah. So what do you think's fair? And I, and I said, well, you quoted me 500 for four walls, essentially. Yeah. Uh, we added the ceiling, which is, it's a very, you know, I said, so if I'm doing the math, that's like $200. I'll give you, you know, it's a hundred dollars, 125 bucks a wall. I said, the ceiling is not that big of a deal. I was thinking 200 for the ceiling. I said 700. He goes, okay, yeah. I'll take it. I was like, all right, okay. I'm going to get you a check. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I think he, I, I think he had a bad day. But I think when you lay it out, yeah, with the numbers too, like it's hard for them to argue with that. He still made money on the deal. I mean, there's no, no way. He, and if he didn't, and that was the thing I, I told him, I said, look, man, I said, I'm not a professional painter. Um, yeah. I don't know what it's going to take to paint this room. And, yeah. you know, you and I were just chatting about it and you very confidently, very quickly said, Hey, it's going to be 500 bucks. And I thought, okay, yeah. cool. And then you start coming to me and telling me that, um, Hey, it's, it's going to take more pain. I've got to do all this. It's going to take longer. I don't know that going into it. You should, yeah. you were recommended by the local paint store, right? That's how we found <laughs> you as being one of the best ones. And I said, so I said, yeah, if it was 1200, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have had it painted. Yeah. We probably would have actually, cause it looks really good right now, but we would have, we would have teetered yeah. on, should we do it ourselves or not? But or, yeah. Or uh, anyway. Uh, yeah. So I have, I'm learning, man. I'm learning. I, I was surprised. Yeah. And I, one of the things I've learned too, is that once you get what you want, shut up. Yeah. Just, all right. Exactly. I'm going to write the check. So um, <laughs> here you go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so what about been, the hard money uh, lender, man? Fun. You said it was interesting too. So learning that and getting things in escrow. So yeah, so he's um he's like just kind of does it like on, he's like a residential mortgage um, broker as well. He does like hard money stuff like kind of on his own on the side. He invests himself, but he's just kind of like very like he, there's no process. And part of this is on me too. Like there's just no like there hasn't been a process for like the escrow. So they got started on the week of July fourth, I think. If that makes sense. So they started on like a Tuesday and then with the holiday, I had to go and like try to get the check and yada, yada, yada. And then like, he doesn't wire funds. I have to go pick up a check. Um, and he's like out in West Austin. And, but like, he doesn't like, so I was talking to this other hard money lender who's actually moving from Boston to Austin and he's just been kind of networking and I connected with him. And so he, they have like a process, like you put in the the statement of work on Monday the inspector goes out on Wednesday and they cut the check on Friday. Okay. This guy, this hard money lender has just been very much like, like I've been sending him an Excel sheet and saying, Hey, this is the work. And like, I've been going over and looking at it. But I mean, obviously I'm not an inspector, but I can go over there and say, Hey, yeah, like they did paint at the outside and yeah, the roof is new and yeah, the walls are down. So like, I don't know. Yeah. And so yeah. then, so last week he called me and he was like, give me like a hard time about like the numbers about and I was like I already sent you the quote like I don't know what to tell you like the other guy's quote was 30 grand more than this one so I I mean I think we should just pay this one like I'll go back and like try and beat him up a little bit but like so then I had to go back to the contractor and just say hey so that but like the contractor like I said he was so much cheaper than everybody else 
the work he's been doing is good. And they've been, they've been working Monday through Sunday. Like they've been, yeah, that's they hard to find. That starts, yeah. They have a project that starts in August and he's been the whole time like, Hey, like, you know, I'm, I'm just like, I'm not gonna make a lot of money on this project. I'm trying to work with you in, in future. And based on his quote, I believe him that he probably isn't making a lot of money. Yeah. He sent me all the prices. Or so and they stuff all say that, whatever. I'm not making it. I well, mean, yeah, I'll say exactly. That. Yeah. Yeah. He's obviously making money, but it's like him and his brother, they've been doing it for a long time. But so I'm trying to like form a relationship with him. So I'm trying to go back to him and be like, Hey, you know, my partner is just a little tough. Like, can we work with these numbers? And so it's like, which is probably well, I'll never flip another house because like, I, I think if I probably picked the higher price guy, they probably would be more organized and have the numbers more like buttoned down. But then he's like, you shouldn't be paying this for price. Like your square footage for next year house should be this. And he's like, give me all these like things. And I'm like, maybe but like that's what that's the deal like this yeah. guy was ready to work and we had a project going like and like i'm not going to bicker with him over 25 cents a square foot on a 900 square foot house like can we just get it painted and get it listed so we can get it sold yeah so last night i sent him another draw request because it's only like a four-week project so like they're coming right. back to back they're yeah. and like i said they're working seven days a week so he, last week and then he emailed me back late last night i was like it didn't even make any sense. The email was not proper grammar, but it basically what I boiled it down to was he wants me to take pictures. So it's in chronological order, but it's like, I have the pictures. I mean, the lender's been, I mean, the worker's been sending me pictures of the contract every day. So I don't know. So I probably have to drive out there today to get another check. And that's whatever. So that's yeah. just been interesting. It's turned it's just into no more process. of a job, right? Didn't you want to Yeah, it's see? just turned into like more of like a process, but I mean, it's like, I mean, it's, definitely been learning like it's i mean i could be sitting on my couch and have like a lot of other things to complain about opposed to driving out <laughs> and getting a check for, for yeah, work that's yeah. getting done so i mean i've been trying to look at look at it that way i think a lot of it like i said probably falls on me with not you know setting that process up front with him for these draws um but hopefully what? it's about two more weeks of work <laughs> yeah and be done with it and you're gonna list it <laughs> That's the idea. Yeah, then we're list it. You yeah. already have a realtor ready to go, like lined up. Yeah. Yeah, I found one actually through um, Instagram. Welcome to 2019. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who is, uh, he's like, an, he's kind of an investor himself. So he does a lot of like new build developments and things like that. So he sells a lot in that area um, and has like some unique, like not just slap it on Zillow ways of kind of. Mm selling homes and stuff. So we'll see. Well, so tell, help me understand the hard money guy. Cause I've never dealt with hard money before. Um, yeah. Uh, but so tell me how, he, I guess this guy just wants to make sure you're not taking his money and running. Is that, I mean, why does he care about what it costs per square foot? Well, so that's like my whole thing. Like my whole thing is like, like it's, it's the it's the repair account. What do you care? But I think it's he doesn't want me or him, I guess, in the long run, to go and get like have the contractor run off mm -hmm. with a bunch of money. Yeah, he's like, don't give him a lot of money up front. And I'm like, well, we're ordering all the materials for like the whole place. Like that's gonna be a lot of money because it's so, only a four week project. <laughs> it's only a four week project. So like, if yeah. we wait until week two to order windows and they don't come in, like or we order cabinets and countertops in week two and they don't come in, then we're sitting there with an unfinished house because you didn't want to write a big enough repair escrow account check in week one. Yeah. So yeah. 
Well, how do you have, so how do you have your draw set up? Is, is it a weekly thing where you, uh, you might've just said that actually to where I took, well, I, yeah, I told the lender it would probably be weekly because the guy told me it'd be a four to five week project yeah. and we're on pace for that right now. Nice. So, so we, well, I did tell him actually what the schedule would be. Ah, uh, I got you. Yeah. But then he didn't give me the full amount last week. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so week one was, Hey, we're going to pay for materials. And then week two is you're catching up with labor on the things that they completed. And then week three, very yep. similar. Right. And then y'all, um, cover any incidentals between now and then that happen that come up. Yeah. Right? Best way to do it, yep. man. I, I, I learned that lesson the hard way actually. Yeah. And part of it too, that is also probably why it's a little wonky is like, I'm like taking this like questionable estimate that looked like a toddler made it and <laughs> combining it with a professional estimate and then using like my conversations with the contractor to like piece it together mm. to send it to the lender. So like, it's like just, it's like account management. I'm just managing two relationships right now, which they say, yep. is, you know, the part of flipping anyway. So that is, that is the part that keeps me away from doing it. <laughs> <laughs> that because yeah. I see that equal equaling to a lot of uh time that I right now I just don't have want to make a priority right and yeah uh when you guys have another kid you'll understand and then when you have another kid yeah, you'll absolutely. understand <laughs> you'll really understand that <laughs> yeah and well the project started too the same week that I started my new job downtown so I wasn't working anymore so it was like yeah. I mean I wasn't working from home anymore right so that was but it's, I mean, it has been knock on wood so far. Pretty. Um, You're happy with the fine. progress. You just thought it'd be a little bit smoother, right? The progress has been smooth. I just thought getting money out of an account for the things would be smoother. <laughs> because you guys went into it with an agreed upon, okay, here's what we're going to do. Yeah. Like we got, we got the money sitting there. Why aren't we using it? Like yeah. we're trying to get this project done. So. I mean, I get he's. I mean, he's looking out for his whatever. But yeah, he's he's CY in it, right? Um, the re the repair account is less money than we put into it ourselves, mm. our own money. So it's like I already gave you more than this of my own money. So yeah. So what would the you land do is worth this much? You said you found another. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you, what would you do different uh, with the next next opportunity like that? Wouldn't flip it. <laughs> uh, no i would next one i would just like lay that process out up front with the lender like that would probably be like even if it was like another like an additional like percentage point like if it was nine percent instead of eight percent but they had a set process that way i could go to the contractor and say hey this is the lender's process i can't work around it if you don't want to follow it we're not going to get the money yeah. And the lender could say, that's what we're going to do. Opposed to just kind of this, yeah, just send me, you know, a statement of work and a sheet and I'll look over it and, and like, I'll bicker with you about 25 cents a square foot and then we'll give you the, give you the check, you know, <laughs> like that would, yeah. Well, that I, would probably be one of the things now I, I could use somebody like that in my corner sometimes because when I've, I've done similar projects like this now I've never flipped. Right. But it's, it's always, we've, we've burred some stuff a little bit yeah. um, is that um, those costs add up and like it, yeah. it, eventually you're like, Oh shit, how did I end up spending this much money? 
So I, I yeah. could definitely benefit from a guy like that every now and then or girl, whoever it is. But, yeah. Um, yeah. So are you going to, are you going to flip the a next one? Like when you get done with this project, what's the plan? Uh, well, that's an interesting question. So we um, have spent this week touring um, commercial properties okay. that my wife is interested in. So we found this place, that we went and looked at Wednesday night that is not necessarily as much a real estate, but I guess, I mean, it is, it's real estate, but it's a, um, like an event venue yeah. out in uh, a town called Dripping Springs, which is like the wedding capital of Texas. My wife and I used to work in the wedding industry okay. um, and my wife is not working since moving to Texas. So she's, you know, kind of looking for something. So this place is currently being run as like an Airbnb retreat and it's currently making um some nice money some nice money um as is and they only did they're doing 12 weddings this year uh and it's small it can only hold like 30 40 people it's four cabins mm. and then like a, a home on like 10 acres of land out here like up in the mountains real nice view yada 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 yeah. um so we went and looked at that wednesday night there are mountains um, the weddings wait a minute yeah yeah it's Hill not Country just all pasture west, land actually, west austin <laughs> No, no, no. West, I'll, I'll love to send you some pictures because West Austin is like, it's hill country. It's, it's okay. nice. Yeah, I'd like to see. Yeah, there's, My there's some hills out there Texas, for sure. The, the, the whole state is, if it's not cattle and ranch farm, it's cement, right? Because it, there's been a highway put through there, interstate. Or oil and gas. Yeah. Or oil and gas. Yeah, it's, it's a pasture yeah. with a big pump in the front of it, you know, in its Exactly. That's my exposure yeah. to Texas. I've been there a couple of times and it's been either uh, concrete full of interstate, right? And in, like in Dallas yep. or pasture land. And I will say this though, when I, when I was driving through Texas, uh, when you get in these, the back country roads, uh, like a two lane road and you come up on somebody who's not driving as fast as you want them to, whether they're going the speed limit or yeah. not, they will merge over onto the shoulder oh, yeah. a little bit and let you pass. I'm thinking, well, damn, that's nice. How, you know, that's, that's incredible. Friendly. But, uh, anyway. Yeah. Austin, yeah. like through the middle of it is all concrete yeah. and no hills. And like up where I am in Northeast Austin is like no hills, but West Austin out near like the, the river and the lakes is, is pretty hilly. Okay. Very cool, man. Yeah. Send me some pictures. Yeah. Um, it's nice out there. So yeah, we went and checked that out. Um, it would be more of like kind of, you know, my wife's like job, run the yeah, Airbnb business, and, right? and do yeah, the wedding. Right. It basically would be buying a business and, yeah. um, but we would have to use like a 504 SBA loan, which has been kind of what we've been researching this week is just how to even finance it. Um, Cause it's the business, but it's also property. It's also land, now, what um, is it but it comes fully furnished. What is a 504 SBA? The small so business. The SBA is like small business association loan. So the reason that I have kind of keyed it on the 504 is it requires the least amount of like owner equity injection. So it's like one of the few commercial loans that owners can get into with like 10% down. Mm, okay. And how they do that is like 50% is by the bank. And then the other 40 is by like a SBA subsidized. I could have those two separated, but it's like two banks come together and it's kind of like a community redevelopment or like women leaders or something like that to help 
just kind of boost entrepreneurship Diverse, and small businesses. Diversify. Okay, cool. Exactly. Yeah. And then the 10% comes from the owner. And it also is really good because it's, it's generally for like commercial real estate purchases or build outs or things like that. Yeah. And with that, you get like a 20 to 25 year fixed rate or like a semi fixed rate, which for commercial is pretty unheard of um, in terms of some of the other options yeah. I was looking at. Yeah. So that's been kind of the one that I've been targeting just because a, this property is expensive and B I don't have a lot of money <laughs> right now to throw around with all of it sitting in that flip and stuff like that. So um, 10% is something that we could more easily go to like a partner and say, Hey, this is the breakdown, whatever. Um, and then pay them off a little quicker once the flip sells and things like that. So that's kind of where we've been focused. I've, I mean, I've heard like all commercial loans, they're super hard to get. So I've been working on that packet for the last couple of days. Um, and we're going to go out there Monday. It was good news when we went out there on a random Tuesday night in July and all, they were all booked. So we couldn't see oh, the wow. cabin. Yeah. So, so we're going to go out there Monday to see a cabin. How do you, how do you, I, I'm equating this to my desire to own a car wash one day. <laughs> Not right now though, because of the amount of time work that's going to have to go into it. Um, yeah. How are you analyzing that from a uh, ROI standpoint to where it still yeah. all of your criteria? Because I've I found this car wash. It's not five minutes from where I live. Um, and I finally had to say, okay, you're abandoning the core fundamentals of what, you know, you're, you're yeah. abandoning the one that brought you to the dance kind of thing. So, yeah. um, you know, let's get laser focused on, what I know, you know, to analyze. Yeah. So what are you guys doing to make sure that this is not, this, this is going to be as successful as you think it can be? Yeah. So it's a really good question. And one that like, like my wife, um, is not like the numbers like side of it. So I've been looking at the numbers. She's like the ideas type side of it. And so creative side and analytical side my yeah. wife are the same way. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I've told her like, you know, I'm still going to be working my job because yeah, whatever. So this is going to be your thing. So you need to really, you know, ensure that you want to run a wedding venue for the next, next five, 10 years or an event center. If you say wedding venue, you can't get a 504 loan. So we're going to say event center. Event center. Um, Got it. So, um, they Speaking tend of to event like center, we went to event centers when we were looking to get married. And yeah. had this little booklet, right? It was like, okay, page one yeah. is birthday. Page two is, uh, you know, to give you ideas of whatever you could do. And then we get yeah. to the back and it's the wedding page. Uh, the prices for every other type of event were the same. Uh, the dates were the same. There's no blockout dates or anything like that. But when we get to the wedding, it was like, okay, now everything's double and sometimes triple. And I'm like, well, what's the difference? And you're like, well, you're having a wedding instead of a birthday party. I'm like, okay, but the okay. space is the space. It's the, you got, I mean, we're just renting the room, you know, we're renting the building. We're renting the room from you. Yeah. You guys are not providing anything else. We have to bring in, you know, chairs, food, Everything. All this other stuff. She goes, yeah, but it's for a wedding. I was like, okay, well, I'm sorry. I misspoke when we came in, we're having a birthday party on this day. And she said, yeah, if you tell me that and then, and she actually showed me in their agreement that if, if we tell them it was one thing and they show yeah. up and we're having a, a wedding that they would bill us for the, the wedding price. Wow. And I was like, 
yeah, I think we're done here. We're done. Yeah, all set. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> but if you, yeah. if you have to put an event planning, uh, event center document together, yeah. uh, just one thing for you to think about when yeah. you're talking to those. Lenders. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We would probably, I mean, weddings would be the focus. Um, and then like you could do like corporate retreats, yoga retreats, all that kind of silly yeah. stuff out there. Um, but as for analyzing, so they sent me their, their books more or less. So they sent me their profit and loss statements for, um, 2018 and the first, no, no, no. They've just been providing this information. Yeah. Um, they sent me their commercial lender who they have a loan through, who knows that they're selling and stuff. So I haven't talked to them yet just because I've been trying to put the packet together and look at, yeah, you, you know, what's a realistic, yeah. And to go in prepared instead of just saying, Hey, I'm looking for a commercial loan. So, um, so I've been using those profit and loss numbers. Um, actually working with my financial analyst, FP&A analyst that I hired at my last company um, to kind of assist me with Excel nice. and some of the numbers yeah. and stuff like that. Um, so he's been helping me with that. It's been, so the numbers, the numbers are good from just a pure Airbnb self-booking kind of hands-off standpoint. What I'm now trying to put into place is what are the numbers like if we book more weddings or if we book more mm -hmm. events? Like gotcha. what is you, what part of your profit and loss for the first four months was weddings? They only, they're only doing 12 weddings this year and they haven't marketed for them at all. It's just from people who have found them on Airbnb. So yeah, pretty good kind of test pool. Squeeze a little bit more juice out of that lemon, right? Yeah. So they sent us last night. Um, actually my wife and I were last night, we're looking at, you know, what their prices were, like you said, for the weddings. Um, yeah. <laughs> so coming from our, our wedding background, looking at like what they send, it's not good what they send. Um, the price is, is good um, from what would be like a profit statement and also from just the area being competitive and things like that for what it is. So it's just kind of like you said, just trying to wrap my head around like what these numbers are and what they could be with just Airbnb, what yeah. they could be with the events. So we looked at another property, not to get off the track here, but we looked at another property that was more just kind of like a pure play, short-term rental, vacation rental, Airbnb type place. Um, and it was on the lake and it had some other things that were maybe better about it from a real estate standpoint, but from a driving ROI and, and like driving income, probably not. Yeah. Um, because there was only one thing that you could do and that was put it on Airbnb, put it on VRBO, put it on home yeah. away and hope people book it. Um, and you can work with their algorithms and max that out, but not necessarily as much as with this place, you can yeah. push for weddings. You can, yeah. you can push for, you can go to Austin, all the, you know, the, the businesses in Austin and say, Hey, we have a corporate cheap place, 25 minutes outside of downtown. Yeah. We're looking to get it going. Here's our year one offers. You can go to the 9 million yoga studios in Austin and say, Hey, you want to have a yoga retreat out here? Like there's a lot of different things. We'll bring the goats. Do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll bring the goats. That's right. So like, so there's, that's what I liked about this place was there's a lot of other ways. Like if Airbnb laws change, you can go and backup plan. I like it. You can, you can make an event center. Like we're at the other place if Airbnb lots change. You're stuck with yeah. property on the lake that has three buildings and now you find a long-term rental and there goes yeah. really like the, the big time cash flow. Yeah. Um, I, I've only seen the Airbnb laws change in 
bigger uh highly densely densely populated areas right where somebody complains yeah. about vacationers now coming in when yeah. uh that sort of thing and and, and austin has that, austin has strict airbnb rules uh, yeah yeah i haven't seen it uh affect rural america which this sounds like it's looking <laughs> rural uh yeah you know um or that kind of behavior is expected now i will say this in orange beach uh it is a, a you know there was it what's their tagline a fishing village with a beach problem or something like that so it's it's you know back in the I don't even know when this place was born, but it was a fishing village. I mean, there's still a bunch of mobile homes throughout the area. And then right next to the mobile home will be this $1 million, $2 million house, you know? Uh, And so they got real strict on their, um, their Airbnb stuff, short-term rentals that that they said, you know, you've got a minimum. um, and it's in this one pocket in this neighborhood. It's not really on the beach. It's not really on the uh, hmm. sound. It's just right in this little pocket. So That's I'm thinking that somebody who knew somebody complained enough. Yeah, and got it, it happen, done. But it's just weird how that, that could happen. But uh, good thing y'all are, are thinking about that. I, I like it. I like that, you know, at some point in time, you got you, you to gotta figure out, okay, uh, here's, here's how much money we can make in an Airbnb and analyze it as an Airbnb and almost like anything else yeah. is going to be gravy on top of that. Right. But you're thinking about yeah. here's different ways that we can make money. Uh, and then you price the wedding venue, uh, to definitely cover your Airbnb, um, revenue. Right. And then some, yeah. and if people are willing yeah. to pay that for it, that's part of the requirement right now. So their yeah. wedding um, so the four cabins in the house can sleep like 31 people. Oh, so nice. part of the wedding package is they ha- they have to book the whole place out for two nights. Nice. Per so they two have nights. to book that okay. out. And then, yep. Rehearsal. So in the price, up. in the price is the whole event is the whole venue, um, for two nights. So it's not, I like it, man. um, yeah, so it's interesting to, um, it's kind of coming like full circle weirdly. Cause we, like I said, we used to work in wedding venues. Yeah. <laughs> um, I used to train a guy who runs a very, very, very successful wedding venue up in New Hampshire. Where we were from, um, so and, like, I used to work with him too and say, look, man, yeah, I was talking to him yesterday. Yeah. Thing. I was talking to him yesterday and, nice. um, a little bit different model. He, they're just a venue. So like people come in and get out, whereas yeah. ours, people would be staying. So it would, decreased necessarily the numbers that we could do um but could increase like we also wouldn't have the staff that he has we wouldn't have the kitchen right. like that all is handled by food trucks so a lot of like yeah. that hassle is handled by like food trucks and caterers we're just providing the space yeah. um but yeah it's nice to have somebody who can send us you know his professional portfolio and brochure that he sends to potential brides and things like that so it's yeah. Um, good to have somebody to bounce off of and, and they do some like weird events that aren't weddings as well. That, that is just a good person to kind of bounce ideas off of and um, saw a lot of the business side when I used to work there and trained him and, and stuff like that. And um, my wife was very involved in the day to day of the weddings prior. So we'll see what happens. It's still a long, long, long way away, but <laughs> yeah. uh, this weekend we'll be uh, finalizing kind of like the packets and, and what we would potentially offer. I mean, it comes fully furnished, fully turnkey, um nice everything you need is right there and ready to go um nice. and it's all That's fairly exciting, new, a couple of years I'm, old yeah 
I'm excited yeah. for you guys to, to, to see where this goes. I hope it checks all your boxes and, and, uh, maybe my wife and I can, and bring the family out. We Come on down. Airbnb. Maybe you can each have your own cabin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll, I don't know. We won't. <laughs> maybe not the little one. You might want to keep yeah. that one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, of course, we yeah. might do that. Hey, yes, we'll see. You guys are going to stay in this one? No, they wouldn't. Yeah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't do that. <laughs> uh, but I want to say this, and I know we're we're over on time. But um, I, I've been. I think you've seen some of the posts um, that I've put in the group about how different people are moving to Austin and how it's just like mm. a flood of people coming in. So, uh, ever how you tapped into that uh, earlier than I did a uh, great job because it, it seems like the, uh, the floodgates may have been open for a while, but it doesn't seem like they're closing anytime soon. Right. There's, um, in addition to the post that I put in the group, there's just other things that keep showing up in my feed from various sources about everybody's migrating to Texas and Austin seems to be like a big focus of that, not just people, but yeah. corporations. Right. So, um yep. to you man I, I wanted to make sure I, I said that to you this morning that uh, I appreciate it. yeah I kind of thought you were a little bit of crazy of picking your family up and moving and, and <laughs> not necessarily having a job and investing in a market that you've never yeah. seen before but now that I'm starting to get some of that is starting to show up in my um, purview I guess and I was like damn yeah. Nick knew what he was doing it might have been a little we'll bit see. of a gamble but man there's, yeah. there's a there's it was still a, a little <laughs> of people about to show up in austin so um yeah uh, i, I been, commend you for that that's that's awesome i appreciate it yeah, yeah i thought we were late to the flood but it's uh it's still rolling in it's, well, it's pretty crazy yeah you probably probably are a little bit but late's relative yeah. right so you you'll we'll figure exactly. out once the once it stops how how early or how late you were so yeah, once it all crumbles concert. again, like they said, and then all the people need to rebuy their houses, we'll, we'll all make it work. Yeah, <laughs> just don't get over leverage, that's all. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So. All right, buddy, well, look, I got to get though. here, and uh, Perfect. let's not let it be a month before we catch up again, because we got a lot of good stuff going on, and, and I'm always uh, interested to talk to you, so. Although it doesn't sound like up on it. No, I, I just heard myself and I'm like, <laughs> we're on the no coffee grind. So, or, uh, yeah, we're getting healthier. That's why <laughs> I like to tell myself that, but I told my wife, you know, since I've started going into the office now, um, I drink a lot more Cokes in the office than I do water. Yeah. And I'm like, I've got to get out of that. I've got to break that habit because I, I would, the office snacks creeps up on you quick. And they do. I caught myself eating these damn Cheetos yesterday. For, it seemed like an hour. I was like, yep. I made this comment to myself. Yep. I'm still eating these. Yep. But, hey, we're getting some shit done, man. We got a lot of good stuff going on there. And uh, it's it's fun and exciting. So it's. It could uh, be yeah. I've seen you all over LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to increase the presence over there. There's yeah. uh, There's a. A lot of good people there and a lot of a uh, lot of good stuff happening it's going to be an interesting awesome. ride for the next six months and then um or five months now and then 2020 is is going to be a an amazing year for for that for that organization so i'm happy to be a part of it yeah. there's a lot of a lot of good That's stuff awesome. going on so yeah awesome good for you i'll Thank keep liking them yeah, yeah. <laughs> i appreciate it <laughs> yeah absolutely all right nick man all right have a great have week. a good weekend jay all right Awesome. Thank you. Bye. Bye.